Welcome, church. Welcome to the fourth Sunday of Lent. And before we begin our message with a prayer, can we all look to the screen and let us all sing together one time through Arms of Love as a preparation for today's message. Let's worship together. my shepherd I lack nothing he makes me lie down in green pastures he leaves me beside quiet still waters he refreshes renews and restores my life my soul he guides me along the right paths for his namesake even though I walk through the darkest valley the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil. I will not be afraid, for you are with us. You are with me right now as we speak. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Heavenly Father, thank you for the promise that is found in Jesus Christ. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your arms of love. Holding us still, holding us near in your arms of love. We declare not just with our voices, but we surrender our hearts, our minds, our crowns, our pride, and our anxieties. We lay them at your feet, O oh God. Lord, speak to me. May the words of my mouth 
and the meditation of all the hearts will be listening here today. Lord, may it be pleasing in your sight, O oh God. For we declare you are our rock and our redeemer. Pray all these things. Your precious son, Jesus Christ, let me pray. God's people pray. Amen and amen. Today marks the fourth Sunday of Lent. And there are six Sundays before uh, of Lent, before Easter. And today marks the fourth Sunday, which means that we'll be focusing on verse 4 of Psalm chapter 23. The title of today's message is called Psalm 23, verse 4, For you are with me. Amen. Let's read together. It says, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, in other translations, some of you are familiar with this one, the valley of the shadow of death. And it says, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Amen and amen. As I've been mentioning in the previous weeks, from the beginning, from the first Sunday of Lent, I mentioned, again, just giving you for your reference, Genesis 48, 15, Genesis 49, 24, Psalm 103, 1 Peter 2, 25. Please memorize these passages where it says in 1 Peter 2, 25, you are like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of our souls, meaning he is our shepherd and we are his sheep. And that is why we've been on this chapter of Psalm 23. He is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Meaning the qualities of the sheep are those who follow Jesus Christ as his disciples. Because every great leader, godly leaders in the Bible, they were known as shepherds of the sheep. The second main passage that will connect and correlates with verse 4 of Psalm 23 is Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Let's all turn there together. Let's read together. Ready? One, two, three. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. What is the darkest valley of a human life? It is death in itself. The last few seconds, the last few hours, the last few months, the last few seconds before you take that final breath on this earth, that is the darkest valley in this human life. There's no amount of courage. There's no amount of strength. There's no amount of technology, there's no amount of medicine or love of family members that can overcome death. You can have everyone love you, but we will not overcome death, the darkest valley in this life. To us as human beings, death is the final word and has the final end to this finite life. One life, one chance that we have in this very life. And because we can't overcome death, there is good news. There is good news. Only Jesus Christ, according to the word, according to what the scripture tells us, 
according to what Jesus tells us, that only Jesus Christ has the final saying. He has the final dot, the final period, the final word to our final lives. Meaning only our shepherd, Jesus Christ, can take us from death to life. No one else can. No amount of medicine, technology, nothing can and will. And in the final moment of our death, we can only hold on to Jesus. Some of us, we have experienced family members passing away. I remember when I worked in the hospital as a chaplain, I would, not often, but there are times where I would go and be with these individuals in the last moment of their death and going over the Psalm 23 with them. As the family members are crying, there's nothing that we can do to help. No amount of medicine, no amount of love or support or encouraging words. Just a broken life, this one life that we have. So according to Psalm chapter 23, verse 4, in life or in death, we as Christians, as Christian men and women of God, we have hope. Not just hope in this life, but hope in the afterlife. After this life on this earth, for Christ, he walks with us. Where it says in Galatians 2.20, no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And Jesus goes on in Matthew eleven twenty. 20, it's not on the screen, but take my yoke upon you. My yoke, Jesus says, take my yoke. Yoke is something that connects the two animals by the neck. When one animal goes this way, the other animal follows. We are not just carrying the burden on our own. Take my yoke. We are yoked with Christ. For he strengthens us. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. Not just in this life, but in the afterlife. May we understand the truth and the weight of what this verse is teaching us today. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Amen. Can we just take a moment before we go to our points? If you could just close our eyes at this very moment, getting rid of every distraction, and say, Jesus, lead me from death to life. Jesus, lead me from death to life. And say, thank you, Jesus, for leading me from death to life. As Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? Do you believe this?
May we say, yes, Lord, I believe. Thank you, Jesus, for leading me from death to life. Amen. Point number one of today's message is you are with me through the darkest valley. You are with me through the darkest valley. Shared this story before when I was young, like kindergarten young, uh, being lost inside a haunted house in Korea because uh, we were led into this place and we were all supposed to hold hands. They just dress you like minions and you have these silly hats and somehow someone who was holding my hand let go or I got scared I let go. I don't know what happened exactly, I was young, but I just remember being in the police station and then being lost, they were looking for my teacher, the school, and then my parents, and I just remember getting lost. There are a lot of times in our lives, whether we're young, in our youth, in our teenage years, or as young adults, the fear of being in the darkest valley, it never really leaves us, because as human beings, we are fearful individuals, and we understand that life is not just full of many ups and joys and happiness, but at the same time, there are many darkest valleys in our lives. That's what it says, the psalmist here of 23, of verse 4, he says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. Why? For you are with me. Your rod and your staff they comfort me. And the scripture says, even in the story of Job, Job 10, 21 to 22, where Job declares, before I go to the place of no return, to the land of gloom and utter darkness, to the land of deepest night of utter darkness and disorder, where even the light is like darkness. And that phrase, light is like Darkness. Have you ever felt that way? Even if you're in a bright lit room, you feel like you're lost in darkness, navigating in the dark. Yes, you may be here present physically. Geographically, you're here. You know where you are. But spiritually, you are lost. Emotionally, you are lost. You are in utter darkness and disorder, as Job declared in chapter 10 of Job. The land of gloom, the place of no return, utter darkness, land of deepest night, utter darkness, disorder, light is like darkness. How dark it must have been, where light is like darkness. But however, Scripture makes it very clear that as Christian men and women of God, we do not remain in this darkest, darkest night. The scripture makes it very clear and hopeful for us as believers and as Christians, where it says in Psalm 139, verse 11 to 12, where it says, If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light becomes night around me. Verse 12 is where it becomes hopeful. The psalmist declares in ch chapter 139, he says in verse 12, even the darkness, he's talking about God, even the darkness will not be dark to you, God. The night will shine like the day. 
for darkness is as light to you. It's like that song, Be Near, where it says, You are all big and small, beautiful. Can you sing with me? And wonderful. I'll give you the words. To trust in grace through faith. To trust in grace through faith. But I'm asking to taste. This is the key. For dark is light. You ready? For dark is light to you. Depths are high to you. Far is near. Far is near. But Lord, I need to hear from you. Be near, oh God. Be near, oh God. Our lady doesn't want to stop. The karaoke thing is coming out of her. <laughs> For dark is light to you. Depths are high to you. Far is near. But Lord, I need to hear from you. Be near, O oh God, and we know that God is near us in our darkness, in the darkest valley. Psalm 73, verse 28 says, But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. God is near us in the darkest valley. Where Jesus says in Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30, Come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Isaiah 40 verse 11 says, He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. He tends us as the shepherd, good shepherd. He carries us in his arms, just like the song that we sang, arms of love, and carries them close to his heart, gently leads those that have young. So points here, letter A, through sorrows, through oppositions, B, C, through worries, D, through disappointments, E, through yesterday, F through today, G through tomorrow, and H through all, including death, even death itself. Sorrows, oppositions, worries, disappointments, yesterday, today, tomorrow, and all, and forever and ever, he will protect us, and he will walk with us. You are with me through the darkest valley. Jesus says in John eleven twenty five to 26, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing me will never die. Do you believe this? Amen. Let us remember and never forget who our shepherd is. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, he is with us. The scripture goes on and tells us in John 10 and Luke 15. Let's go with John 10 first. 
Let's read it all together. Ready? One, two, three. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The higher hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. But the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a higher hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, I lay down my life for the sheep. And Luke 15, 5, let's end it with this all together. Ready? One, two, three. And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders. Meaning in Christ, we will never be lost as orphans. That in Christ, for Christ will find us and restore us. He will leave the 99 for one to restore us and to find us in our broken state. Again, point number one, you are with me through the darkest valley. Through sorrows, through oppositions, through worries, through disappointments, through yesterday, through today, through tomorrow, and through all, even death itself. Point number two, you are with me. I will fear no evil. As Paul declared in 2 Timothy chapter 4, where he's sharing his testimony that he was left all alone. His friends were not there. No one was standing with him. He was by himself. He says in verse 16, at my first defense, this is Paul speaking, no one came to my support. No one. But everyone deserted me and may not be held against them. But the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength and I was delivered from the lion's mouth. Verse 18, the Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Even when no one is standing beside you or with you, Christ is with you. Where it says, but the Lord stood at my side, and he gave me strength, and I was delivered from the lion's mouth. The lion's mouth represents, where it talks about the devil, the roaring lion, is like a roaring lion. He has no power. Yes, the devil is the prince of this world. But we know who the true and the real lion is. The lion and the lamb. And his name is Jesus Christ. The Lord stood at my side and gave me strength. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack. And bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen and amen. Even when no one is standing with you, Christ is with you. Psalm 139, the psalmist, he declares 7 to 12. We're going to be going back and forth. Psalm 23, Psalm 139, different scriptures here and there. But Psalm 139, 7 to 12, it says, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. 
If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me, and the darkness will not be dark to you, the night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. The psalm, be near, is taken from here. Psalm 139. Darkness will not be dark to you, no matter where I go. I could be high up here, down over here. I could be over there, I could be over here. Rise on the wings of the dawn, settle on the far side of the sea. Even there your hand guides me, your right hand will protect me and hold me fast. People who are being attacked, Sleep paralysis, anxieties, panic attacks, depressions, violent attacks. Maybe you're attacked with gossips, people spreading rumors about you, mental and spiritual attacks against you. When those things occur, you declare, I will fear no evil. For your rod and your staff, they comfort even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Thank you, Rod. Matthew 10, 26, 32. Do not be afraid of them, Jesus says. Do not be afraid of people. Do not be afraid of them. What are you afraid of? When people are hurting you, emotionally and spiritually, don't be afraid. For there is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim from your roofs. Verse 28, do not be afraid of those who kill the body. And this is the key. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one, it's talking about God, who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Verse 29, are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Talking about the birds. Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Whoever acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before others, I will disown before my Father in heaven. And how do we fear no evil? Real quick, the so point three letters, A, B, C, A is know him, letter B, acknowledge him, letter C, submit to him. You are with me. I will fear no evil. How do we fear no evil? Letter A, know him. Letter B, acknowledge him. Letter C, submit to him. Simple. Nothing more, nothing less. Before we get to our point three, let's all read James 4, 7 together. Ready? One, two, three. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee 
from you. How do you overcome the devil? You submit to God, and the devil flees. That's it. Know him, acknowledge him, and submit to him. Now, last point here, point number three. You are with me. Your rod and your staff comforts me. Amen. The rod and the staff. It's the two items that go hand in hand together for a shepherd. The rod at the hips and the staff at the hands. It's double trouble, right? Double weapon. <clears throat> Not just one weapon. There's two. Our shepherd uses both. And it's a spiritual language of how God protects his people with his rod and his staff. One of the most gangster scenes in the scripture is when David, a lot of people just overlook this passage, is before he goes and kills Goliath, well, Saul's like, you cannot win. You know, he's too big. You're a young boy. He's been a warrior since youth, and he's a giant, and he's huge. And David, he describes how he uses the rod and the staff to protect his father's sheep. It's found in 1 Samuel chapter 17, 33 to 37. Saul replied, you are not able to go against. Let me read it one more time. Saul replied, you are not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man. And he has been a warrior from his youth. But David said to Saul, Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried up a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. And the Lord was with David as he killed Goliath. Where it says, I went after in verse 35, struck it and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned to me, I seized it by its hair, struck it and killed it. It makes it sound like an MMA fighter where he's like a boxer and he just struck it with his fist. You ever go against a lion or a bear and you go with your bare fist, you will not win. If you understand the context of a shepherd, what they carry, the rod and the staff, you understand that he struck it with the rod, with the weapon that he had, that he uses to protect the sheep. And if you understand Psalm 23, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Our God comes prepared. He is prepared to strike the enemy by its mouth. And he had already won. He has already won. He won it on the cross. The devil cannot win. The lion, the bear, cannot win. But at the same time, the devil is a powerful adversary. He knows your ins and your outs. 
your habits. He doesn't know what you're thinking, but he knows your behavior. He knows what will cause you to fall. We have a powerful enemy who is roaring around like a roaring lion, it says. First Peter 5, 8-9, it says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, pours around like a, like a roaring lion. His roar is a fake roar. It just strikes fear to those who do not know Jesus Christ. The devil is just a counterfeiter. But to those who know the real lion, we are not afraid of his roars because he is like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Know who is with you. Know who God is. And know that he carries his rod and his staff. And it comforts us. And it protects us. He has everything in his arsenal, in his power, to strike the enemy in the mouth. Meaning we have the power through Jesus Christ, to strike the devil in his mouth. How do we do it? Resist him. Standing firm in the faith. Because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. We're all in it together. Amen? We're here to fight the good fight. Again, you are with me. Your rod and your staff comforts me. And I'm closing with this. Before I give you the sub-points real quick for this last point, number three. Let's all read John 14, 25, 27 together. Ready? One, two, three. All this I've spoken with... I'm sorry, let's read it one more time. Ready? All this I've spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father sent in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. This is right before the ascension of Jesus Christ, the promise of the Holy Spirit, the advocate that will be sent in his name and will teach you all the things to remind you everything that Jesus said to us. Peace and peace he gives us. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. Imagine our shepherd, a bunch of us as sheep of his pen. He's out in the front looking at us, watching over us. Each and every single one of the sheep is important. He loves you dearly. You are more important than the sparrows of this world. Are you not worth more valuable than they? Even all the hairs in your head are all numbered, it says. He knows exactly who you are. I've watched documentaries where I visited, even in the mission field. 
where they literally have lambs and goats. And this owner, the shepherd, knows exactly the names of each sheep. In our eyes, they all look the same unless they look visibly different with different colors, with different patches. But the sheep know the voice of the shepherd. And imagine him right now, our shepherd, with his rod and the staff. And what does the rod and the staff of God bring us? Letter A, the promise of the Holy Spirit. Letter B, the promise of his goodness. Letter C, the promise of his wisdom. Letter D, the promise of his peace. E, the promise of his comfort. And lastly, letter F, the promise of his promises. God provides to us all these promises. Why? It's like what we went over last week in verse 3. For his name's sake. Lord, it is for your name's sake that I have these promises in Jesus Christ. You and I, we may not fully understand the why, the how in this life, the when, the day, the time, the hour, the month, or the year. But we know, and we should know only one thing. We know the who. We know who is leading us. We know who is guiding us. And it's our shepherd with his rod and his staff. They comfort us. Trust that he loves you. Trust that he's protecting you. Trust that he's guiding you. Trust that he is with you. Know the who, not the why, the how, the when, the day, the time, the hour. That is all up to God. But we know who, who we trust, who walks with us, who protects us, who guides us, and who leads us. Remember back to your past, from your childhood to now, how far God has brought you in this life is because of who he is, and it is for his name's sake that we are here today. All glory to him and him alone. And I'm closing with this story. A father had a daughter who was blind at a young age. And she would recognize her father by his scent, his voice, his presence. So a stranger to her, a friend of the father one day, whom he hasn't seen in a long time, just because she's so adorable, picked up the daughter, his friend's daughter, and embraced her in his arms. Obviously, the daughter knew immediately that it was not her father, that it was someone else that was holding her. And in the surprise of the dad, the father, the daughter did not cry or resist the embrace of this stranger. So the father, out of curiosity, asked the daughter, sweetheart, who knows who is holding you? I mean, what if he's like a, a robber or a kidnapper? Like, are you not scared? And she says right away, no. Instantly, she says, no. Yes, I may not see who is holding me, but you do that. You do, daddy. And she did not have to know 
For she knew that because her father was near and here, that she be all right. The faith that the daughter had in her father relinquished and destroyed all of her fears. And the story reminds me of when I was young. This pastor was preaching on stage, and his little son was roaming around on stage. He's playing different, like, <laughs> the Nas and things, and doing this with the guitar, and going to the drum and going, just so free on the stage. And being on stage, being on, on stage is nerve-wracking at times. But the son was able to roam free because of the domain of the father that was here on the pulpit. The child knew who his father was and was able to be free in front of the crowd. Freedom, this child, when I was watching, that was oozing out of this child was beautiful. For he knew that the father would protect that child. May you this week not live this life bound by the attack and the lies of the enemy. But may you be free, knowing who your father is, that as he leads you from season to season, from pasture to green pasture, from dry seasons in your life, know this, where it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside quiet, still waters. He refreshes and renews and restores my soul, soul, nefesh, your life. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Amen and amen. May you continue to trust in the Lord. Hold on to him. For the scripture tells us, we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. God bless you. God loves you. Jesus is your shepherd. Do not be afraid, for he has his rod and his staff, and they comfort us. Amen. And amen. At this time, I want to invite the praise team to please come up. When you're ready, if we could all bow our heads together with our eyes closed to rid of any distractions. Just like the blind daughter that I share in the story, may we recognize the scent of our Father. May we recognize the voice and the presence of our Father. May we understand today with humility that we are in the presence of God that the presence of God is here with us and Jesus, he walks with us. The great shepherd of the sheep, he is walking with us. He is beside us. He is living within us. Galatians 2.20 It is not I no longer who live, 
but it's Christ who lives in me. The life I live in this body, it is no longer I who live, but it is Christ that lives in me. Can we not just declare just with our lips, but with our heart, soul, mind, and strength, declare, Jesus, you are my shepherd. Thank you, God, for bringing me from death to life. Let us pray together. my king and you are my lord the king of kings and the lord of lords god i smell your scent oh god your presence oh god you are so near to us you are near to the brokenhearted you are near us oh god Can we all stand to our feet? And let's sing in your arms of love, in your arms of love, holding me still, holding me near, in your arms of love.
Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I will not be afraid, Lord, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Lord, thank you for the reminder and the promise that is found in Jesus Christ. Thank you for teaching us, God, that you are our shepherd. That even in the story of David, as a psalmist declared, God, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We understand that, God, that you lead us. And as David reflected back upon his life when he was a young shepherd boy, as he protected the innocent little lambs, the adult lambs, the old lambs, the lambs who are leading the young, who are pregnant, as you let them gently, as it promises in Isaiah 40, 11, that you carry them gently, close to your heart, and you love them. And as John 10 declares that, God, you are the good shepherd, and the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Thank you, God, for the visual reminder of who our shepherd is with his rod and his staff in his hands, leading and guiding us and protecting us from the enemy, from the prince of this world. Protect us and lead us from pasture to pasture, lead us. We trust in your providence. We trust in your promises. We declare it with our lips as we learn today. You are with me through the darkest valley, through sorrows, oppositions, worries, disappointments, yesterday, today, tomorrow, and all, even death itself. Point number two, you are with me. I will fear no evil. And how do we fear no evil? Letter A, know him. B, acknowledge him. C, submit to him. And lastly, number three, you are with me. Your rod and your staff comforts me. And what does the rod and the staff bring? Letter A, the promise of the Holy Spirit, the promise of his goodness, the promise of his wisdom, the promise of his peace, the promise of his comfort, and the promise of his promises. And why do you, God, the living God, provide all this for us? Why? It is for your holy name's sake you do this. For God, you are a God who cannot change. We thank you for these promises. We don't declare not just with our lips, but with our heart, soul, mind, and all of our strength. We declare, God, you are our king, and you are our Lord. Pray all these things, your precious Son, Jesus Christ. Let me pray, and God's people pray. Amen, and amen. From now on, every Sunday, we're going to be doing a special song together. Uh, this is going to be our church song, and something that we're going to start today, uh, before Easter, and on Easter Day, we're going to do something special for you guys. This is a song that's going to give us strength and victory uh, to face the new week that is coming ahead. So if you could all stand to your feet right now. And the title of this song is called The Path of Life in Jesus. Can we turn to our neighbor and say, The Path, path of Life in Jesus. In Jesus. In Yesunim. Okay, so in Korean it's called Chuga Boishin Semyungi Kid. 
but the title that we translated to is the path of life in Jesus. Each word, each phrase, each line was translated very carefully, but let's sing it together just one time through just to kind of get the hang of it, and then we'll sing it a few times, and then we'll get really into it and let us worship just for today. In other weeks, next weeks, we're going to just do it only one time, but just for today, because it's the first song, let's get familiar with the song. So let's sing verse and then chorus. Let's all sing and declare together that Jesus is the path of life. from the beginning let's worship together
voice is his path. His path is the only path that I'll take. The one who tests me and tries me. In trials, I shall come. In all this, you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief and all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Heavenly Father, we want to start off our week and end the week in your honor in worship, in declaring, not just with our voices, but with our heart, soul, mind, and strength, that God, that this is the only path that I know and that I will take. And what is that path? It's the path of life in Jesus Christ. The one who tests me. The one who tries me. In his sufferings and in trials, Lord, we shall come forth as pure gold. We thank you. We love you. Pray all these things in your precious son. Just cross me pray. God's people pray. Amen. 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 Heavenly Father, do not remember the sins of our youth and our rebellious ways, but according to your love, remember us. For you, Lord, are good. Now to him who is able to keep us from stumbling, present us blameless, pure, and holy before his holy presence. May the unending love of the Father continue to pursue after you. May the rod and the staff of our shepherd continue to protect you. And may the Lord continue to guide you and lead you forevermore. And as God's people we pray. Amen. Amen. And Amen.